Welcome back to Raisa Contra El Mundo, the hottest podcast in Rotary Youth Exchange experience so far. Right, without reviewing any other podcasts. Yep, with the amount of confidence that we have right now. <laughs> yeah, we, we already know. I don't think I, I've seen a I've seen another podcast doing the same thing that we did. I don't think so. You know, I um, I'm sure there's well, there could be other people talking about their exchange, but I'm not. Sh- I don't believe anyone's ever done it like this. Yeah. Well, at least if we like tone it down to only Rotary Exchange students, this is the hottest one on the earth. Yeah, no one from starting at uh, three languages an episode talking about whatever. Now looking back on the the new episodes, looking at the covers, man, that cover is really nice. Oh yeah, uh, my my sister said that it looks like a Carlos Santana <laughs> album cover. <laughs> yeah, you were inspired, like, huh? You, yep. had, you had your influence. Yep, like it's so trippy, so colorful. Yeah, it was like on acid for real. That's awesome. Anyway. <laughs> How's your week been, Isaac? Um, it's been good. Working, just going at it. How about you? Yep, it's Eid yesterday. Uh, it's been good. Uh, we finished Ramadan. I'm actually losing uh, like around four, I think it's four kilograms at wow. most. You know, Ramadan's been teaching me a lot of a lot about my lifestyle changes for pretty long. It's been, yeah, if I woke up uh, after Fajr and then usually I go back to sleep, but no, when in Ramadan, I usually take a walk or ride my bike for a bit. Mm-hmm. Actually, if you kind of move your body uh, in the morning, the rest of the day would, would feel pretty, you know, like energetic instead of, you know, when you, when you sleep again after Fajr, it's like, you're fatigued yeah, and that's going to be the state for the rest of the day. So yeah, I think I've made certain positive changes in my lifestyle and it's been good. And my body is currently um, kind of protesting against my decision. It's not, I mean, it's not my decision. It's like, okay, Ramadan is over. Just had my first lunch yesterday and my body was like, Ray, you haven't been doing this for <laughs> the last month. And then I don't know. I don't, I don't want to do this. And it starts getting gassy and everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's awesome. I don't know if I mentioned this here, but when I did my exchange, I fasted for Ramadan just so I could have that experience of like breaking. Right. Papuasa with my friends and family. And the first few days, man, I was hungry at 10 a.m. Oh, yeah. No kidding. Yeah. it's. I think that's good for anyone. It's fasting every once in a while is good. Teaches you things. Yeah. I think a lot of people develop habits with food that aren't necessary. (laughs) I think that's that's not normal. You're not supposed to get hungry at 10 a.m. Right. (laughs) It's just your brain being like, ah, that's it's like, not really doing anything. So let's go look for some food, right? Right. Open the cabinet, my friend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's something available in there. And yeah. All right, I mean, well. And also, when you break your fast, doesn't the food like taste like 10 times better? Eh? Definitely. Definitely. Yo. I remember breaking fast with my classmates in somewhere in Dago. Right. Some, some restaurant that like uh, had this patio looking over the city. Up oh, Dago is a neighborhood um, in, up in the, the valley of Bandung, like right. up ahead. The, the food there, it was just Indonesian food. You know how it is. The usual. Typical stuff. Yeah. But it tasted, everything was better. The chicken was juicier. The tahu, <laughs> the tofu was so soft. All the rice clumped perfectly everything it was perfect even water tasted sweet by that time <laughs> no kidding funny. like yeah. does this have more minerals in it <laughs> hey well eid mubarak to everyone listening 
Yeah, Eid Mubarak, my friends. What was it like for you this year? You didn't. Um, so it's um, we go, any, we'll go back anywhere, did you? Yeah, we, well, I mean, we couldn't get anywhere, but I can still go to my grandma's house in Jakarta, and yeah, we gathered all five of, of her children, my aunts, and my uncles, all five of them with their kids, and it was probably yeah, it's technically it's everyone. I mean. My family. Oh yeah. But I didn't get to go to my dad's part of um, hometown, which is in Banten, on the far west side. Yeah, that's um. There's a checkpoint there, so we can't really go there. But we've been there during Ramadan, so we've seen some people. But yeah, okay. yeah, it was good yesterday. It was good. Um. Yeah, we've had a lot of food. Have you have you have you tasted tape? Isaac, tape? Tape? Oh, that's that's that like soybean drink, right? Fermented soybean drink, is it? No, it's fermented, but it's uh, usually in Bandung. It's from juca, from cassava, or oh. a glutinous rice. Glutinous rice, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's it. I have had tape. Do you like that? Yeah, uh, I give it a six out of ten. Right. So mildly positive, right? I'm right. not my favorite, but, <laughs> but it's not negative. Yeah. So my my aunt made it yesterday. It was from that black glutinous rice. It was awesome. Awesome stuff. Mm. To any listeners who haven't mm. haven't tried tape, you should. It's yeah. How would you describe? I had it once in in Solo. It's um. Now, it's, how would you describe the taste? It's kind of bitter and I say bitter bit, and sweet and kind no, of it's kind of sour too, isn't it? Kind of sour because of the out um the alcohol content, like small mm. content from the fermentation. Yeah. yeah complex pretty complex what else what, what else did you eat um of course ketupat the rice cake steamed rice cake ketupat. inside the um the braided coconut leaf mm-hmm. and then i made chicken curry uh because i brought uh, some curry masala from malaysia oh nice it was nice and then opor of opor, course the usuals uh samur daging that was like the um the beef stew that they make and it was a i think it's butawi beef stew they use okay. um, soy sauce and sambal goreng ati, if you know that. The one that yeah. uses potato and chicken uh, chicken or beef liver and rendang, of course. Mm-hmm. That one's like the um, the highlight. Rendang. Do you have um, the cookies, the eat cookies, like the oh, cheese yeah. and the pineapple? Yeah, castangles. Castangles, that's the uh, cheese one. And then nastar is the pineapple one. Which one do you like better? Nastar. Nastar. So okay. for, this is actually a bonus episode. Uh, since we haven't had anyone to to get into our podcast this week, we're just trying to uh, evaluate what we've been doing for the last uh, what is it six weeks since the start yeah. of the season. Yep. If there's anything like um like in common in all of the experiences, or do you find something really interesting that you haven't really thought about before doing this podcast? What was it, Isaac? Well, in common. I don't know. Do you have any idea? I think the one in common was like um, that I'd say four out of six people were introverts. And then they have every every one of them, like, like including us, we have trouble with um, like that hanging out kind of thing. We don't hang out much with people during our exchange. Mm-hmm. And yeah. on the contrary, like Juan and I'd say Paula, yeah. they were like super extroverted. And then they didn't say they have any problem with hanging out, eh? Uh, Paula, I think, mentioned that it was a bit hard to get make friends and that she didn't make like the, friends um, until the end. Right. She didn't have like, she had a lot of friends, but not, um, what what did she Canadian say? Ones. Uh, the, she had exchange. No, no, the um, like deep friendship mm. due to the True. Canadian peach culture. Yeah, I don't know. It's been quite diverse, different people coming from different places, which has been right. nice. Um, you know, like obviously Indonesia is a hot zone for us. 
because it's right. close to us and uh, a lot Canada of America too. talk to. Yeah, Canada talk. Like, good. I've been I've been happy. Uh, two people were total strangers to me, and I guess three were basically strangers. Right, Juan. Because so, I only met Paula in high school. But I didn't really talk to her. So, <laughs> and it's been it's been it's been great every time, which is right. Not that I was too worried about it. Like, I don't. Know, I think it's just we we have such a under, underlying thing in common with the experience. Easy to talk and break the ice. And well, I, I still think that my experience was was a ten out of ten. Right. Because it had to have those tough moments, and it had to have uh, those great moments. It had to have that up and down, and right. it was what it was, and it couldn't have been totally unique. But people yourself. see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but people see it a different way and they go through different things. So just hearing that and being like, doesn't impact how my experience was. I don't think it made it makes it any, not like, I wish I did that. True, true. But it does uh, enrich it a little bit five years later, which hmm. is interesting. I, I mm-hmm. wouldn't expect that. Yeah. What about you? I think what I found was that like some people could like for the past uh, six episodes, some people did like easy talk, like the usual questions, but some like that I realized like last week with Maki, it was pretty deep. Like we, we talked about how she became like, she appreciated the facility for studying in Japan after she went back from Indonesia. And that was like, I think we haven't really touched to that level yet for the previous five episodes. I think that was amazing to discover that. I mean, like just from observing the condition of a school, yeah. it changed her. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Mm-hmm. I remember mentioning that when we were talking with Irfan, just uh, because we went to the same school, same class, Right. that kids work so hard there compared to Canada because it is so much harder to right. be honest compared to Canada. True, true. Some things are different. Like, I don't know how normal this is, but in my class, kids would cheat all the time sometimes. The teachers would just leave during a test so the kids could cheat. Right. <laughs> that's a different, but that's a difference. But I feel like even the teachers know that. Okay, we made this way too hard. I, I gotta go take a walk. <laughs> we made this way so way too hard. So I don't know. If that makes it an even playing field. But I don't yeah, know, man. Uh, finishing my exchange with a six percent in physics class. Uh, definitely. Oh, that was good. Board. That was good though. <laughs> six. <laughs> Six percent total. That was good. Uh, At least you tried. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I tried. You were a social it. guy, eh? I mean, like you took mostly social majors, eh? No, it was science. No, I mean in in Canada. No, I was a science guy in high school too. It was okay. Until like near the end of high school, where actually until my exchange, I was going to be a, a biology major in university. Oh, for real? Yeah. No kidding. I mean, um, you're on the island. I kind of, kind of, kind of understand that. Yeah, yeah, especially yeah, um, marine biology. But it was having that exchange experience and thinking I want to have this again in asterisks, like not the same experience, but I want. I really enjoyed moving somewhere and having everything be new, and I just love walking around where everything is new. Right. Um, so I want that again. So. How can I do that again? So I thought linguistics. And also I was very fascinated and I made a lot of like, I was thought a lot about the relationship between Indonesian and Sundanese, uh, the different languages and um, a lot right. of things like the social relationships. Mm-hmm. I, I'm noticing who was speaking Sundanese, who wasn't, the complexity of Sundanese in itself, mm-hmm. uh, that I have to use entirely different words depending on the age of the person I'm talking to. Right. There are a lot of really different things that made me really interested in linguistics. So right. if I didn't do this, I'd probably I'd be a biology major, honestly. Interesting. Really. Never talked yeah. about that, eh? No, never came up. You never mm-hmm. know what, what you're missing as, right. long as, as, as much as we try to cover ground, yeah. Right, marine biologist. I think when I was in high school in in Port Hardy, one of my friend already worked as a part time in 
I think it was Marine Harvest um, kind of company. He did all this um, diving and he knows all, all kinds of species that lives in the North Island and everything. So when we took like this biology class, it was like, oh yeah, I've seen that one. Oh yeah, I've seen that one. It's like, shit, <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> uh, let me ask you, let's take a trip down this month, month and a half long memory lane. Choose a favorite memory from each episode. Um... I think uh, the first episode uh, with Irfan was that the one where we talked about the fundamental difference between um, healthy and hygienic food. <laughs> that was funny when he said uh, North American foods are like healthy and we're like, whoa, whoa, what was that? <laughs> healthy? Yeah. yeah. Excuse me. The Excuse me. AFC sandwich that has two fried chicken breasts as the bread. <laughs> The, the double down the land of the double down <laughs> no i don't think so yeah or like can you elaborate more on that okay hygienic that's the word and then uh, i was on the second episode juan yeah yeah it was nice to have someone super extroverted and so energetic that guy was energetic and we're like we got carried with one and then my yeah. probably my my favorite um probably when he talked about um Argentinian food and and his um and our talk about the uh, chicken feet and those weird stuff in Indonesia and of course because you you both were from um, Latin America mm-hmm. it's really nice to kind of you know get exposed to what do people think about our like bizarre foods and that was funny chicken feet like yeah it was real normal here but <laughs> it's weird for you guys yeah I think they do eat it Colombia is like Indonesia they eat the whole animal but some things are more common than others right true definitely chicken feet is way more common in indonesia than colombia yep and then and I, st- I still think it's uh too much effort oh too much effort for reward not enough reward for the effort <laughs> but we have this um have you ever had a bakso with uh chicken feet but it's um mostly the, the chicken feet was like pressure cooked so you can eat the whole thing it was awesome you mean the bone too yep because it's pressure cooked it's soft and everything huh. the bones no i, I have never had that Oh, yeah, that was good. Um, that's interesting. A whole new challenge. Uh, hmm. I'm not sure if I could just eat that bone like that. Oh, it's so. soft, man. Like super soft. Do you know the, those cartilage bones? It's softer yeah. than that. Like it breaks down easily. Pressure cooked. Okay, I'll, I'll put that on my list next time I'm there. And then um, the one with Paula probably was the, um, oh, where we talked about uh, those crazy stories and I guess the one where she, when she got pranked, she called nine one one. It was fun, and and also your your biking story, man. I had, I never heard that. Your biking yeah, she, to to, was to Lambang. Crazy, crazy yeah, it moment. Was crazy, yo. <laughs> uh, next up, Vanessa. Oh, I really like that episode with Vanessa, though. That was cool. We uh-huh. touched so many, so many aspects of cultures that we never touched before. I think you probably do think that, eh? Yeah. I agree. Uh, we talked about the um, the privilege of electricity in North America, and the like the uh, fundamental food difference, like uh, more protein versus more carbohydrates, and because she's currently living in United States, also, and then you know uh, her like her whole journey of going to a Rotary Exchange was something I really admire. Like she was really patient. <laughs> yeah, with all the challenges. That was amazing. Yeah, and now she's like, that's her life. Yep. After being it. delayed for a whole year, you could quit. She didn't know, quit, and then she got know, an you, extended. You, you remember your experience filling out the papers, but oh right. my god! Actually, like applying for the 
for the program. Like yeah. I remember for me, a year of meetings and paper and filing and doctor's office this and 16 pages of, of you know, just right. so much paperwork Shit, for a whole the year. Form, the form was a struggle. Exactly. So she had to do all that. Do it again. <laughs> but it's so easy to quit after the first time because a whole year of paperwork. But she did that. And now that's her life. That's her whole path. That was awesome. Little things you, you don't think about. And well, exchange is not a little thing, but still little things end up dictating where you're going to go. Right. And how about Nahla? Oh, Nahla was... I think probably was the um, the story that we didn't um, published. <laughs> yeah, maybe on the tenth uh, anniversary Blu-ray edition, we'll we'll include that. <laughs> we'll do a, like a bonus episode of the Nahla family story. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, after that that episode, I kind of talked to my mom, and then she's she was the um she was the outbound coordinator, eh? so she she kind of know whatever, well, like like almost everything that happened to our outbounds. And then she she uh, she asked me who was it in the episode. And I said it was Nala, and then she said, "Oh, oh man, she went through like rough year. Like the, her her first family was like kind of psychopath, and like I don't know, yeah, psychopathic yeah. sociopath." It's like hmm. yeah, we me and me and her texted a lot during my exchange. Um, so I heard a lot of these stories. A lot of stories she told, and some that she didn't tell. The time I, I I felt bad like I like I felt for her like my uh, my heart hurt for her because I was with her family and having such a great time with her family, and then she had she to was having experienced that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I've, I'm not sure. I've, I've, I don't know what she'd say. You'd have to ask her. But I feel like sometimes it left a bad taste of Spain <laughs> in her mouth. I right. On the other hand, this experience is so much dimensions that at least it's good to know that she had such a great experience with the other exchange students. Like she's talking about being in Madrid area. You can meet every weekend with, what was it like? There's like 60 exchange students just hanging around. Right. 60. I mean, uh, AFS and Rotary included. Right. Um, different from you, different from me. Right. You were by yourself. I was in the city of with three others. So yeah, something good for everyone. Even yep. if and then no she, she gets moments. to like, there was a lot of like miracle moments here for her there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. And then next up, who was it? Maki. Oh yeah. Maki. Like I said, it was the, um, her insights, like her deep, deep insights. These Japanese man, they're, they're like heavy thinkers. <laughs> they feelers. <laughs> okay <laughs> they're like um yeah they could feel the um i mean like when she told the story about how she was um encouraged to study harder because she realized that she's been so privileged with all the facilities in her school while in indonesia we're so limited but we're still like studying harder and then when she said maki is maki because she went oh. to indonesia that was like shit that closing statement <laughs> if, if we did our titles differently that should have been the title yep. <laughs> that would have been a, an amazing title right and for a, a for a book <laughs> an autobiography <laughs> yeah all right how, how about you isaac yeah for me with irfan it would be uh just uh, all of it just hearing his experience because i met him in my third day in the country uh, walking into the school, the principal's office with my host mom. They're talking a lot of stuff. I got to fill out some forms. They give me some clothes to try on. And then they walk me into a room. I didn't know what room I'm going to. And then there's 40 kids looking at me and the teacher and all, their mouths are on their desks. And they're like, they just realize that they're dreaming. Like they're like, oh, I must be dreaming. 
because this is this doesn't happen. Who is this person, this thing that is in our room? They sit me down right at the back next to who would become my best friend, Melfi, and Irfan was around too. They put me in that class because Irfan had been on exchange. But uh, I remember sitting down and then the, the teacher was teaching and all 40 students were looking even though she was teaching either side-eyeing everyone was looking at me right it was you can feel the stare eh? like yeah (laughs) that energy and i was was panicking like or i was just i didn't know how to handle it it's not a situation you you really know how to handle yeah Um, totally yeah you had fun just in english man listen to some english just telling me um asking about me and uh trying to help me out trying to guide me yeah i appreciate that and then just hanging out throughout the whole year but even though I knew he went to Virginia, I never, we didn't really talk in depth about it. So this is the right. first time getting to, to talk about that stuff. Uh-huh. Um, next up with Juan. Yeah, it'd be nice. To, it was nice to have a, another um, Latin American perspective uh-huh. that was positive, positive perspective. And us talking a lot um, about all kinds of stuff. Talking in Indonesian at the end was fun. I think it's fun to talk with other exchange students. Um, sometimes talk, I mean, at this point, after five years, you know, the rust is there and talking with you and another Indonesian sometimes like I, I understand everything that's going on, but sometimes it's, it's a bit, current is a bit too fast. You know what I'm saying? But right. Uh, true, with true. exchange students, it's a really good rhythm. So it's nice. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm, I'm back in it. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And then with Paula, uh, highlight was her talking about, uh, her biggest, one of her biggest regrets is not, uh, writing something for Mr. Hilton on your card <laughs> oh right <laughs> yeah mr hilton being my math and bio teacher in ninth year and bio teacher in 11 and 12th years so crazy just talking about my my talent right i'm looking out the window like that's she thought her experience was this in this uh, sphere like in this I, yeah and anyone listening i didn't i had no idea she would be on it was all raised networking that right. brought her here <laughs> That was cool. Just talking about Sydney and hearing that. Yeah. And uh, Vanessa, like you said, just those different experiences from Nigeria. I remember her talking about the thing that stands out most of the meat. Right. (laughs) She got to America and got the meat at a restaurant. She was like, is this for the whole family? (laughs) No, that's for one. That's for you, my lady. (laughs) Yeah. And Nigerian food with all the stews and... and Starchy. Yeah. Rice. Meat as flavoring or meat as a little bit of of oomph, but not the steak the size of the plate, right? Right. Interesting way to think about it and probably a healthier way to do it. (laughs) Coming back to what we were talking about at the beginning about Eid and and Ramadan, uh, you're not supposed to be hungry at 10 and I'm not supposed to eat uh, the 72-ounce steak, right? Right. True. (laughs) So yeah, Nigerian food, Indonesian food, a bit more uh, natural. Or considerate in that sense. <laughs> considerate. That's another way to, to put it. So that was like, yo, I do eat a lot of meat. Yeah. Right. And that's an amazing story that like a year after exchange, she went back and now she's just living it. And uh, I also related to her being really quiet and shy and busting out, breaking out of the cocoon during exchange. Right. That was very mm-hmm. similar to, to myself. Uh, and Nahla, it was a lot of fun just to have her on, my host sister, but just to talk. And like I said, I heard I heard a lot of these stories because we talked a lot during, we chat a lot. I was just happy to have her on and to hear some good memories. Right. Yeah, she did. Uh, I was glad to hear some a lot of good stuff from our conversation. Right. And with Maki, I think that was my favorite one so far, my favorite episode. Right, because you guys mm-hmm. have a like a common experience. Yeah. But you know, I, I didn't know 
that we had a common experience. Okay. I didn't I didn't right. know until uh-huh. last week that she also struggled with like the exchange too. Yeah, with the group, mm-hmm. talking with the group, putting yourself out there, the social aspect. You know, I've mentioned before, just growing up, I was so quiet and shy, and it always felt like like a curse in the mo- in those moments. There's so many moments on exchange where I, I felt so small with that group. But right. part of that is being a teenager mm-hmm. and all the things that come with being a teenager, like thinking that everyone's thinking about you when no one cares. Right. Uh, thinking that everyone's yeah, making judgments, thinking that you are like ex- exaggerating everything. You're weirder than you think you are. You're quieter than you think you are. You don't fit in as much as you think you do or now coming back to it and just seeing oh, none of that's true. It's just teenager stuff, right? Right. All of that, the whole cloud is gone now that I'm an adult. And I accept that that's just part of being a teenager. Right. But I didn't, as a teenager, you also never think everyone is also a teenager. Like, you know, they're a teenager, but you don't think they're going through the same stuff. Right. Most of the time you think that, um, oh, they're just a more, like more secure than I am or something. Yeah. How can like, they? That's not true, man. Yeah. How could they do this? How could they do that? It's like, no, they're, they're going through the same thing. Everyone's self-conscious about something. Everyone, you know, is not always the most honest or transparent or authentic and it's only been five or six years, but now I I've, I feel like an old man in a in a rocking chair, just rocking, just <laughs> understanding it all. Like I know that's just life. That's just life. It was part of right. life. It was part of the process. And yeah, maybe it needed to happen. But back to yeah, Maki, I just didn't know that she felt that way. And I'm sure, looking back on it, man, I'm sure a bunch I, of other kids I, would I, felt the same thing. Even go as far as say, probably all of them felt that to some degree. <laughs> But you just feel like it's just you right now. It's just like, come on. Uh, so that was, I don't know, it was refreshing to hear and to right. talk about it. As with the ones that I knew, the people that we interviewed that I knew, just um, seeing how much we've changed and we've grown. It's a, it's great. It's a good thing mm-hmm. to see. We're all forming into adults on our career paths. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great to see. So that was good to talk about. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, we're, we're still going. We'll see who else we can get. Right on deck with this with this uh, with this season, but so far it's been pretty good. I really liked it. You know, we've been talking about our exchange experiences, but when we kind of invited someone into the circle of hottest podcast in the whole universe <laughs> right now, oh shit! Thirty minutes ago, it was the hottest in the world. We just expanded uh, after after yeah. talking about the um the highlights of every episode. I felt that we need to step up into the universe. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. we yeah, need we to fact checking. Mm-hmm, we need to bargain with the guardians of galaxy. Anyway, yeah, when we brought like other people into this circle, it's um it was really eye opening. Sometimes it was like you know it happened. We we would never realize that it was happening to you. Also, mm-hmm. it's like reliving the past. It was like oh yeah, it did happen. I just never realized it or it never really came to my attention that it happened. Yeah. Awesome. All right. And uh, last thing we're going to check up on on this bonus episode was you wanted to talk about the soundtrack? The soundtrack or the theme song that we've been um, making for this podcast. If anyone is interested or curious, we'll stay tuned after this.
everyone you have heard the theme song for our podcast uh, if you notice we've changed the uh, theme song the first one was the one with guitar and bass only and then the second one was with guitar with a bit of distortion and if you can believe it it was the sound of spoons or what was that are you running out of instruments but you're trying to mess with the spoons now no it's <laughs> it's just it gives uh, like a really good ring to it i really like the spoons it's um a, one of the um the legacy of North American bluegrass culture that, <laughs> that is still lingering in me. Uh-huh. Spoons. Awesome. Yeah. So I was using like a soup soup spoon, one that was a bit wider. Yeah, it sounds warmer. So the first one was um just guitar and bass. The song was called I haven't named the song, but it was Raisa Contra el Mundo theme song one. It's just guitar. I put it on the left ear and then bass on the right ear. So the um, inspiration came from Indonesian kroncong music a bit and also Afrobeat, like oh, African yeah. Afrobeat. Like like that syncopation, like that bass sound, both of those. And then the second one was clearly, I'd say Indonesian Malay tone, like like the old Indonesian tunes. And yeah, I was using, just uh, picking the guitars with my fingers and using the slides. The song was called Agua de Jakarta. For some reason, I don't know, because I was inspired with the Agua del Marzo, Waters of March. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that summer tune. And then I think when I when I recorded it, I was like, um, I think I need to add like a beat to it, but I don't want like a deep um, rhythmic beat. I want something that, that was more like light and tribally and chiming. So I decided to use the spoon instead. And those are the two theme songs that we've used so far. Yeah, they sound great. Thank you so much for that. You're Bringing that that aspect on. So otherwise, I know like three chords on guitar, so there's right. not a lot <laughs> I could have done with that. You, know, you can play a punk song though with three chords. <laughs> True. Anyway, Isaac, what's the agenda for next week? Do you have anything? No, no. Just keep an eye on on things. Both my parents got their first vaccine now. First shot. Okay. Have you got your vaccine though? No. um, Actually, apparently, I can book my appointment appointment on Saturday. So in two days. Okay. That would mean that I'll probably not get it to like beginning of June. But yeah, but I mean, people getting vaccinated. um, So it seems like maybe might have a summer after all. So what kind of vaccine are parents getting? Which one? They got the Pfizer. Right on. And then yeah, I'll I'll go and look for anyone who would be interested in our podcast next week. And hopefully, I, I was I was I was still trying for my friend from Sweden because it'll be interesting to have a, like a Scandinavian on our episode. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Next week. And take Bye. care. Happy Eid Mubarak. Mubarak. Bye. Bye.